Welcome to the Academy of Esports podcast. I'm your host, James O'Hagan. On this week's episode, we're talking about communication. As we're starting to get into our reentry phase for our schools here coming up in the fall, esports is playing a prominent role. We have seen that some schools are starting to shut down their fall athletic programs and realizing that kids still need a place to socialize and a place to compete, esports is coming to the forefront. And if you have an esports program already in place in your school district, you have a good head start on a lot of schools. But for those of you who are considering getting into esports right now, um, it may be best to really listen to this episode and focus on what you can do right this moment before we get too far into our reentry. And as, as we get closer to August and through into September, when a lot of schools will be starting, there are some proactive steps you can take right now to beef up your communication with your teams. So first off, what I would like to discuss is just the idea of having a digital or communication space, I should say, for you and your team. Uh, for some people, a lot of teams already are doing this. Um, our team in Racine, we are using a service called Discord. Now, Discord, for those of you who do not know, is a platform where you can design your own communication network, if you will. You can invite people in. Uh, you can create different channels for different levels of communication and conversation. You can actually do video and voice chat uh, through it. It is a very powerful tool. Many kids, as I found out, especially during the pandemic, have been turning to Discord as a way to keep in touch with their peers, to develop their social groups online. Uh, we in the Racine Unified School District have been using our own Discord server to not only have communication between one of our teams, but all of our teams all together. So we have, um, in the Racine Unified School District, we have one Discord server that has all five high school teams in their own spaces within that high school team. So kids from, from each high school can uh, communicate and, and coincide with each other in an online space that is uh, mo uh, monitored by their uh, general managers, the adults, teachers, uh, myself, and other com our community partners uh, in our school district. It, it's a it's a great way to create a walled garden and safe space for kids to learn how to use uh, communication tools. Um, we also have a general area where all five high schools all can come together. So the way I describe our Discord server to a lot of people is you think of how uh, in the book Harry Potter. Hogwarts is set up into different houses, and each house kind of has its own common space. And in our Discord server, each high school has their own commons space. But it is where we can all come together in the same general area where we start to see a lot of the potential and power in developing relationships, communication across the district. It's really become a, a great tool, and it's also become a tool where myself as a school district administrator or my general managers or community partners can also uh, help educate and mentor uh, students who are navigating within this space. It has been uh, something that beyond just a communication tool, it has really helped with developing um, some of the better, I guess you could say, digital citizenship skills for a lot of my scholar gamers. But it is important to realize, too, that um, these spaces, while important, and I feel that they are very important, um, can also be uh, problematic for some schools and school districts. Um, you know, part of one of the one of the missions of the Academy of Esports is to promote good mental and physical health, and I find that having a shared digital space is a great place for students to develop that uh, positive mental health because we know. When we get kids involved in extracurricular activities, we know the GPAs go up, but also the 
Adult mentorship also becomes a big part of that. And the way you push against a mental health crisis with a child in a very simple and easy way research shows is that you provide them adult mentorship. And the adult mentorship, uh, while in physical spaces is a lot easier to do, we have also found that during the time of COVID, it has been uh, the, the, the digital space that we have set up through Discord has been another avenue in which we can provide uh, students that kind of mentorship, even though we can't be with them physically. Uh, the art of teaching, for those of you who are not educators, uh, really comes out when we are able to have eyes on a student. We've even found that even with things like Zoom calls, uh, sometimes uh, the art of teaching is sometimes does not translate across digital medium. You know, not having the student in the classroom, not feeling when they get a topic or a a concept that you're trying to explain um, is really noticeable uh, that it's lacking when you're in an online space. So um, these digital spaces are becoming very important and, and, and prominent right now and how you navigate within them. Now, in part of my other role, I also serve um, as a, the director of digital and virtual learning. So the study of online spaces, the development of online spaces is key uh, to my core of my job. It's also something that I've done dissertation work around, around developing and building the best online spaces that we can for our students. And it isn't just a matter of a Zoom call, and it's not just a matter of, of having a video chat. There needs to be opportunity for our students in these spaces to truly be social. And one of the things that we have done with our Discord space to help our students to be social is not only just setting up the video and the uh, chat channels, um, but also creating channels such as one for art, uh, where students can share and comment on the artwork of others uh, within uh, our school. Uh, we also have one, and this was an interesting one, where there was a lot of learning that took place in the first couple of days, but we set up a memes channel. So as soon as I set up that memes channel and I watched it for very closely for several days, um, it became a space where kids were posting memes and we learned very quickly what was and wasn't appropriate. And some kids just thought that what they were posting was funny and realized very quickly through uh, mentorship that you know, some of these things were not appropriate, whether talking about religion or race or uh, misogyny, uh, those kind of things did come up very quickly and it wasn't anything that was horrendous. Uh, you know, a lot of kids do understand the spaces that they're in a lot better um, than I think uh, that we, we give them credit for. Even the um, Stanford writing study a few years ago showed that kids will write for in a language for the audience that they feel is reading it. Um, Stanford writing study was uh, not just about looking at student papers, but also looking at their emails, personal correspondence, things of that nature, and how they communicated with each other. We see that a lot, too, uh, in our Discord space, how, who, how kids will, in essence, code switch, uh, depending on who they're communicating with and who's in the space uh, with them. But again, with our own space, it is one that we have uh, built up over the years, uh, last couple of years, and really made sure that it doesn't become too broad, where we have channels for everything. We try to keep it as very focused as we possibly can, school-oriented, team-oriented as we possibly can. Uh, again, kids are using it to uh, communicate with each other in this time, to share ideas within this time, and it's become incredibly important. And this is something that, again, as we are looking at reentry, um, 
that we need to critically look at how these spaces are. Because even if we go back, let's say it's all go back here in the fall, who knows uh, what may happen uh, with the virus. But let's even take the virus out of it. Let's say the virus is miraculously cured. The online spaces still provide key, uh, how should we say this, key um, instruction, uh, key teaching moments for kids. Uh, because again, knowing that they can be in these digital spaces and knowing how they should act in these digital spaces is very important about in creating incl inclusive uh, learning spaces. Because even as we, again, look across the spectrum right now in uh, the gaming industry, there are a number of issues that are popping up still with professional companies, corporations, developers, uh, where there have been major issues of sexual misconduct of, of um, harassment uh, coming up in the news, especially in the last couple of weeks. So it is very vital that we as educators, again, are stepping into this space and we are showing kids how it is appropriate uh, to act in these digital spaces. Now, again, with reentry coming up, there's going to be a lot of administrators, especially on the technology side, who are, how should we say this, stressed. Uh, to put it lightly, uh, because again, we are trying to hit a moving target that is constantly shifting and, and moving around, and we're not really sure yet how August and September is going to go for a lot of our schools. So if you're interested in setting up something like a Discord server, but your school district has never stepped into that realm, uh, first off, make sure, even if you are a district technology coordinator or IT director, uh, do make sure that you are having conversations about the appropriateness of that space. Make sure you go through the proper channels to get a Discord server set up because, again, the space that you are creating is going to be something that you become the owner of. It is something that you become the administrator over. And it is something that uh, you don't want your uh, school uh, principal, superintendent, IT director to become aware of through a problem or an issue that may pop up. Uh, we want to make sure that that space is one that is, is, is a protected walled garden. Um, but you may also know that right now, again, with everybody trying to get ready for reentry, that it may be difficult to get approval for a Discord server. An alternative that you can do in the meantime that many districts already have set up and approved is using uh, Google Apps for Education and using a Google Classroom. You simply use a Google Classroom to be a hub, a digital hub for your eSports team. You can always use it to um, put all your students together. Announcements can go right in there. Videos can go right into it as well. Um, but it is important to think and plan out what you want these spaces to look like. Don't just uh, create a space and copy one server that you've seen somewhere or copy somebody's format somewhere else. It's just like with esports teams, you know, there's, there's always that um, tendency to, to, for, for uh, companies to want to sell us turnkey solutions for esports. And as I tell people over and over again, esports in a school should never be a turnkey solution. And this is where as an educator, it becomes, again, really important for us to make sure that we are being guardians uh, of this space. There is no 
company. There is no Playverse, HSCL, NACEF, EGC, all these companies that are creating uh, league structures for our students to participate in. There's nobody in those companies, again, even NACEF, who I feel can speak to the ground level of what you believe and what your team believes you need for the students in your school. So that you can get guidance from these companies on how to set these things up, to set up these communication channels where, again, you are creating online inclusive spaces. You are promoting good mental uh, health through these spaces by giving children avenues to have mentorship uh, even when we're not in face-to-face -face spaces. But it is important that you as the educator, again, take ownership of that space, manage the space, um, tend to it just like we would uh, anything else that we care about uh, in our education um, system and our classrooms um, and make sure that when we are doing these, they are purposeful, that they are practical, and that they are putting students' best interest at heart. That will do it for this week on the Academy of Esports. I've been your host, James O'Hagan. Esports are organized competitive video games allowing schools to redefine their athletic culture, diversify opportunities for student participation, promote good physical and mental health, increase collegiate scholarship pathways, and play games. We can never forget the importance of play. The mission of the Academy of Esports is to support these ideals. The vision of the Academy of Esports is for all students to experience the fun and joy of playing competitive video games. You may follow me on Twitter, at Jim O'Hagan. That's at J-I-M-O-H-A-G-A-N. And through the Academy of Esports account, at T-A-O Esports. It's a great way to get the latest blog posts, podcast episodes, and news coming out of esports and education. And remember, you can continue your engagement by going to www.taoesports.com. You can also connect through Facebook at www.facebook.com slash taoesports. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to our time again next week.